Welcome to the Fabric Podcast, where we explore company culture and how it scales as a company grows. Brought to you by the team at The Receptionist, a bootstrapped Denver-based software company. Each episode of Fabric will set out to uncover unique and uncommon answers to the question, how do companies of any size create a culture and core values that employees actually live out? On this episode of the podcast, we're joined by Luke Schoenbeck, VP of Marketing for Car Wash Equipment Manufacturer, Mark 7 Equipment. In his role, Luke has taken a bold approach to marketing in a very traditional space. And no matter what industry you're in, his message of making humanized connections through your marketing efforts will resonate. Luke shares how he has been bold with his marketing efforts over the last two years, how he was able to convince his company to be willing to step away from tradition, and what it's been like for him to be able to have fun as a marketer. Enjoy the episode. Well, Luke, I am so excited to have you on the episode. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Sarah. Happy to be here. Absolutely. So to start off, talk just briefly about the company you work for and your role there. Yeah, no problem. Uh, I work for Mark 7 Equipment. We are a car wash equipment manufacturer. So we're the North America subsidiary of a company called WashTech, which is based in Germany. Uh, So I'm the VP of marketing for North America. And uh, what we do here is we sell car wash equipment, service, chemicals, pretty much everything across the spectrum for car wash. So um, if you go to a convenience store, there's a fair chance if you pull into that car wash bay that uh, it's called a gantry or rollover car wash that's going back and forth over your vehicle. That might be our equipment. Uh, We also work in conveyor tunnel equipment as well. And then those self-serve pieces of equipment that when people like to wash their car themselves. So pretty much everything across the board relating to car wash, we do it. And so, as I said, I'm the VP of marketing. So I handle all of our marketing communications across the U.S. and Canada. I love that. I love those car washes at the uh, the gas station where the car just rolls through and then it's all clean when it comes out. So that's, right. I love knowing now where that probably comes from. Now, you and your role have been pretty innovative and creative in a space that's pretty traditional. So how have you set yourselves apart from your competition with your marketing strategy? Yeah, we, as you said, traditional is certainly a word uh, for, uh, for a long time in the car wash industry especially on the marketing front. So we've been trying to just be a little bit different. Uh, when we look at our competitors, we tried to be on the front end of the technology side of marketing. And so for us, that meant really expanding our digital presence, moving away from those traditional pieces of as far as traditional as magazines and postcards and some of those things, some of the uh, very traditional marketing and really being on the front end when you look at uh, optimizing our SEO, knowing our keywords, uh, knowing what publications make a lot of sense to be in on the digital side when we're partnering for content pieces, uh, even some banner advertising, things like that. We want to make sure we're on the front end and not just with visuals of car wash equipment. That's almost that's almost too easy, too obvious, just showing a visual of a car being washed. It just seems far too obvious. Yeah. We want to tell more unique stories with the way we market. We want to appeal to our audience on a very human level. So that could be customer testimonials, uh, it could be stories from our employees, from the people at our factory where we manu- manufacture our equipment uh, in Denver, Colorado. And uh, yeah, we just like to speak to a very personable level when we're talking to our customers and to our prospective customers. Yeah, and I think that sets us apart a little bit. Absolutely. That's super creative. And I think for our listeners, they probably think, oh, car wash equipment. But then you start talking about, you know, making that connection and stories. And it, it sounds really interesting. So can you tell us a little bit more about how you're using stories as your approach? Or part of your yeah, approach? Yeah, definitely. So thinking of car wash equipment, it doesn't get much more B2B than selling car wash equipment. But at the end of the day, I just try to remember that 
we're talking to a person, no matter what, B2B, B2C, it's just talking to a human and speaking to them in a very personable way, as I said. So what we're trying to do is really position ourselves as these experts with the content we create and in talking to these people in a real, in almost an educational way, whether we're talking about some best practices for your equipment and the seasonality that different changes uh, in the weather, that's something that's really important to our customer base. So we're partnering with the appropriate vendors to tell these stories and uh, whether that be through video, through written word, uh, and then just trying to find the best way to disseminate that information uh, through things like Google AdWords, display pieces, and some of those uh, advertising, uh, editorial, uh, digital ads with certain industry publications. Yeah. And what sort of success or shift have you seen from these sort of bold and innovative and different efforts than what other companies are typically doing? Yeah. So we've learned a lot about our audience with the strategies we're doing. Uh, We've learned um, some of the biggest takeaways is if someone knows us, if they've been to our website before, the thing that's going to appeal to them uh, is a really uh, human connection. So when I talked about seeing, seeing our equipment, that can be a necessary first step. If they're not familiar with us, then if you don't know who Mark 7 is, you got to know what we do. It makes a lot of sense. You got to see our equipment. But the next step is that more humanized connection. So we're showing them, showing them our employees, telling employee stories. And that's what's really grabbing people and bringing them in the door and creating that connection and, and creating that conversation with someone with our team. When we, when we're being more than just a car wash company, we're a team of experts who we may be the best fit for you because we are really good at what we do and we want you to see that. So that I think is something that sets us apart from some of the competitors where we are taking this marketing strategy to the next level of just being people, kind of pulling back the curtain and letting you see uh, photos, videos, images of our factory, the people uh, who are making all this happen. We do a campaign, we've launched a campaign over the past few years called the People Campaign. And it's a in-depth look at the people who make car wash equipment. Because in our minds, you, your customer, as I'm talking to our customer, their customer gets the best experience at their car wash because we have the best people making that car wash. So we try to tell it in that very human way. Absolutely. And because a lot of businesses are focused on outcomes and numbers and sales, have you seen our, our sales improving, our numbers going up? Yeah, yeah, definitely. We are having a fantastic year, a banner year to be completely honest. So we are very excited about the return we're seeing. And uh, it's very much a team effort between our sales team and our marketing team. And uh, I believe that everything in marketing can and should be quantifiable. So when we're looking at these initiatives, uh, the whether it be banner ads, blog posts, everything across the board, all of our digital advertising pieces, uh, we're watching our metrics and making sure that everything we do is optimized and that we are creating conversions. And if something is amiss, we're going to go back and look at it and adjust it and uh, make sure that we get it right next time. So that's what I love about digital is that there's no bad ideas. You can kind of throw spaghetti at the wall a little bit. And if it doesn't work, you can pivot quickly and you don't waste a lot of money in that pivot. Yeah, well, it's great to see that these efforts really are paying off, but it's pretty bold to take a completely different approach. So Talk to us, how did you sell that to your boss or your team and convince them that maybe it's time to, to try some new ideas? Yeah, it goes back to those numbers. It's, you can't know what the results are going to be until you do it. But on the front right. end, you can, when you look at some of the vendors you're partnering with, especially, 
you can see the dollars and cents. How much does it cost to put an ad in this spot? How big is their readership? Uh, if you switch to a digital platform, how many, uh, if it's, a, for example, an insert, uh, an ad insert in an email, uh, any newsletter, you know exactly how many recipients are getting that email when you're working with a vendor. So if you just put the dollars versus uh, how many eyes are on it, it's not that hard of a sell, actually, when we realized we could get about uh, 10 times as many eyes on our information for about half the cost. It's, it's a pretty easy sell on that uh, shift uh, from some of those traditional av- avenues to more of the digital side. Absolutely. And when this shift was happening, um, was your company willing to make this complete shift? Like, let's let's stop doing all the traditional pieces and try all these new ideas. Or was it a, a little bit of both? I'm wondering kind of what that transition yeah, was like. Yeah, it was definitely staggered over time. We, uh, we, we dipped our toe in the water with a small Google AdWords budget and tried a few a- uh, advertising pieces and some digital publications. And uh, we kept a few of our traditional print pieces as kind of that anchor to what we had been doing before as we transitioned to the future. And I'd say it took about 24 months before we made a full transition into whereas now we do, we really have moved away from those traditional mediums in the past uh, past two years. And now we're fully digital in how we market to our customers. And uh, we're always looking forward. And uh, I never, never want to be stagnant in our strategies. So even as we're relatively new to being on this fully digital side, I'm already thinking like, okay, is this getting tired? Is this getting old? What are we going to do next? Yeah. And what's it been like for you as a marketer to be able to have a bit more fun and innovative in your approach over these last two years? Yeah, I, I have absolutely loved it. Uh, that's one thing I'm very thankful for in my position uh, with Mark7 is that I, uh, I have a lot of trust from our leadership team uh, that we've built over time and that it's been kind of like they've let go of the reins. So let's, let's go try some new things. So I've had a ton of fun working with our marketing team, working with our sales team collaborating and being creative and just getting to test out new ideas. And uh, the second I see one of our competitors doing something similar, like that's enough of that. Let's, let's move on. Let's do something new. And it's just been really fantastic to have that support from the top down. Absolutely. You've talked a couple times about collaboration and we feel strongly here that marketing and sales really do go hand in hand together. And in some businesses, they see them as opposing forces, which is not at all the case here. And it sounds like not there too. So can you talk just a little bit more about the collaboration that happens maybe around some of these campaigns or how you're working together? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So we have a relatively small marketing team and a little bit bigger sales team, but we try to work really closely together through a number of channels. So telling stories, telling our customers stories is a huge part of what we do as I keep going back to the idea of being human. People want to hear from marketers. They want to hear from their peers. So to get those stories, us in the marketing department, we don't have as close a connections to those customers. So that's where we really lean on the sales team because they're the individuals uh, boots on the ground every day, knocking on doors, talking to customers. And they're the ones relaying those really happy customer stories to us. And that's when we get the video team out there. We get a journalist out there and we collect that story. We put together that customer piece. So it's a lot of leaning on the sales team to get that really, to get the base piece of that really great content that we're going to put together to share with our audience. Uh, And furthermore, we're running email campaigns and collaboration with them, bouncing ideas off each other, really trying to get uh, a bigger presence on uh, LinkedIn, for example, and more people you have sharing your information, obviously, the more uh, benefit that is to you as a brand. So we're really working with our sales team, like, hey, you see our post, share our post, Uh, share information yourselves, and we'll share it as well. Really broadening uh, our impact on the social media front because it's like a ripple. You throw uh, that rock in the water, and that ripple effect creates 
pretty big impact when you get a lot more uh, stones in the water. And that's why it's important to us to have our sales team spraying the message just as fast as we do. Absolutely. Now, you mentioned that when you see your other competitors maybe doing some of the same things you are, they're probably following up on what they saw you do well, but you see it and you think, okay, that's enough of that. Time to move on. So how do you think you can continue to stand out from your rivals? That's a really great question. Uh, some of them are you don't have to give it, you don't have to give it all (laughs) away. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so I, I do see, uh, many competitors, uh, whether it's because we're doing it or not, uh, there are trying to tell these human stories the same way we are. And I never want to get away from that idea of being human. Obviously it's a very big theme of what I keep talking about in almost every question. That is what I think marketing is moving forward. We are not in control of our brand anymore. The users control the brand. We just try to guide the user into having a great experience with our brand. So I think it's even taking it another step further as I see our competitors trying to do these these same things of uh, allowing the user to help create some of the content. I want to keep pushing our brand, put uh, our customers, the user, front and center, telling our message for us. Things like YouTube is, I think, a great example where you would be surprised how many people are creating car wash content on their own on YouTube. They are reviewing car washes. That's becoming a pretty big thing on YouTube. And just partnering with some of these people who would be maybe happy to review a Mark 7 car wash, just as one example, that is, I think that's a great way to show someone who is not one of our employees, they're not on the payroll, but they're telling, uh, saying great things about our equipment. So it's just one example of how we just keep pushing the envelope, keep pushing forward with uh, telling these customer stories. And if they're going to tell the story for us, that's a home run. Absolutely. Yeah, you've mentioned, as you said, being human and just about everything we've talked about. So obviously this is a huge theme. And it's so interesting to hear that related to a car wash, right? Because you think it's machinery and it's doing a job, but it really does come back to sort of showing the humans and humanizing everything. So any other ways that you're doing this within your marketing efforts or within the company itself? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So uh, this past year, one thing I've been really excited to be able to take advantage of is the virtual world we're living in. As we're all navigating COVID, a big piece of our marketing has always been trade shows. So trade shows, of course, are a big thing in the marketing world that went away. Right. We're finally getting back into them later this year, hopefully. But one thing we did that I think was fantastic for connecting with our audience was doing virtual trade show events. And we call them trade shows. It was really more of education, a series of educational webinars over the span of a couple of days. We did this several times over the past year and a half, but we didn't just present to our customers. We invited some of our customers to be, to sit on panels and have conversations about best practices in car wash equipment, best practices in maintenance and chemicals and everything across the board relating to car wash. We did discussion tables where I led one, for example, on how do you best market your car wash with your site marketing? How do you lead customers into that car wash bay? And we just created an, kind of an open forum where we invited, where we capped it at about 20, 25 people come in and have a discussion about what you're doing to promote your car wash right now. So that was something I was really excited about this last year and a half. I think it was definitely more of a unique perspective. And uh, we had hundreds of attendees at these events over the last year and a half. So really excited about that. Also really excited to get back in front of people later this year if everything goes according to plan. But that's right. been a really interesting piece on the virtual side. Yeah, I love that. And I love what you said that it wasn't just about helping them understand more about your equipment or how to use it, but even how to grow their own business and helping share your own marketing expertise to help allow them to grow. I think that's really probably exciting and interesting 
for your customers. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, they're car wash owners, but at the end of the day, they they own that car wash so they can make a lot of sales and grow their business. Uh, so we want to help them be successful in their business, not just sell them the equipment. Absolutely. Well, I've really enjoyed hearing about all the unique ways that you're approaching marketing. And like we said, something that could be seen as really traditional and not super exciting, this car wash um, business and machinery, but I love what you're doing with it. So any final thoughts on being bold in your marketing efforts? I think it's better to just, if you're uncertain, try it and then adjust later. Uh, that's one thing I've always gone with. I'd rather experiment than think back. I'm like, man, that would have been a cool initiative to try. So just, especially when we talk about that digital digital world where you can experiment and it's relatively low cost, low risk to give just give things a shot because I think you're better off trying and adjusting than, uh, than not trying at all. And to that point, uh, one thing I think marketers really get lost in is perfecting a campaign, perfecting initiative before they launch. There's no such thing as perfect. You get it about 90% of the way there and go. Just get it out there in front of the world. Make those tweaks later because it's easy to adjust. It's you're, you're going to miss more opportunities when you wait than if you just got it out there uh, and, and adjust it as you needed to. Well, Luke, thank you so much for, I think, a very fun conversation around something that, you know, might not always be super interesting. And again, I think even though our listeners, they've probably been to a car wash, but it's so very different maybe from the businesses that, that they are used to. You've just shared so much great information with us today. So thank you so much for your time. Yeah, thank you. It's happy to be here. Thank you again to Luke Schoenbeck from Mark 7 Equipment. And don't forget, you can watch a video of this episode over at thereceptionist.com.